Hey, roofers, hey, plumbing contractors, small business owners, medium-sized business, uh, medium business owners. Uh, this is a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel. Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday morning. Today, we're going to talk about the three types of financial statements, uh, the assurance levels that the accountants can provide uh, to you, and why you're spending so much money having your statements prepared. And maybe we can think about whether that's smart to be spending that much money. So there are three uh, accountant prepared uh, types of accountant prepared financial statements. Well, the most expensive would be the audit. Uh, second would be a review at what they call a review engagement. And third would be a notice to reader engagement. So what is the difference uh, on those three statements? Well, it's, it's in the opinion that the accountants give to you. As an auditor, you give what's called a, a positive assurance. And basically what an audit opinion says, if you ever go read one, you can look one up on the if you have your own audits, obviously, but you can also look one up on the look one up on the internet anytime you want from any public company. All their statements are audited, and the opinions say basically the same thing. Uh, and translated, what they say is, uh, we're an auditing firm of uh, of a good reputation, and we poured over the books and records, and these statements are are correct, materially correct. Not every dollar, not every cent, but within reason, they're materially correct. Um, and they are presented to you in accordance with GAAP, Generally Accepted Accounting Principles. GAAP is an acronym for Generally Accepted Accounting Principles, which depending on where you are will be different. It could be IFRS, could be US GAAP, could be you know Small Business GAAP in Canada. Uh, so the GAAP will be different, but that's for the accountants to figure out. I wouldn't worry about that, but that's what an audit opinion is. It is positive assurance. Uh, the statements are correct within materiality, um, and and they're presented in accordance with GAAP. So that's an audit. A review engagement is what they call negative assurance, which is, hey, we took a look at these statements and nothing came to mind. We didn't see anything that looks like it's it's wrong, right? Or not in accordance with GAAP, right? So they it's a negative assurance as opposed to a positive assurance from an audit. So therefore, for the accountant, it's a lot less work. The third, which is a notice to reader, it is literally a word processing exercise, which is, hey, we got these statements from management. We have no idea if they're right or they're, or they're wrong. And notice the reader part is, noted, uh, readers should be notified that these statements may not be useful for your purposes, but because you know they're on our letterhead as an accounting firm, but you, you know, you maybe you shouldn't rely on them because we didn't do any work. Now, if you have a good accountant, they're going to help, and they see things that are wrong in your notice to reader. They're going to point those out to you, and they're going to try and help you get those right. Okay, but they're not providing any assurance to the user. Uh, in fact, they put a big notice to reader statement where the opinion goes, saying we're not, we're not signing off on these one way or the other, either positively or negatively. Now, those are the three types of assurance that you can, and opinions that you get from your accounting firm. What are the relative costs? Well, at the bottom, you know, this completely depends on where you live if you're, or where your business is. If you hire an accounting firm in downtown New York, it's gonna be more expensive uh, in Manhattan than it would be in uh, where I live in Fernie, British Columbia, Canada, in the mountains, okay? So, you know, there's a lot of supply and demand of sophistication that drives costs. But roughly speaking, I was talking to an accountant the other day, I would say that your notice to reader for me, for what I was thinking about, would have cost in the range of two to four thousand uh, dollars. My review engagement, if I wanted to go that way, would cost in the range of five to ten, maybe five to twelve thousand dollars. And an audit minimum is going to be twenty-five thousand dollars. You know, and if you're a thirty, forty, fifty million dollar company, you're going to be spending sixty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars for your audit. 
if you're running a roofing business, a contractor business, and you've got, you know, 10 employees, clearly an audit's going to be over the top for your purposes. Now, how do you choose? How do you choose which, uh, which type of financial statement you want from your accountant? Is it based on cost? Because you see so many business owners just trying to spend the least amount of money they can. Properly so. You need to keep your overheads down. But here's the right answer. Focus on your users. What does that mean? The people that are actually going to be looking at the finished product of the financial statement. So who would that be? Well, you are one of them. <clears throat> Do you need an audit? No. Do you need a review engagement? Not really. If you're confident in the people doing your debits and credits, <clears throat> excuse me, putting in the journal entries, you know, you don't need to spend the money on anything. Uh, you may not even need to spend it on a notice to reader. Remember, that's really just a formatting and putting it on accountant's uh, uh, letterhead. So you're a user and you don't need anything other than a notice to reader, probably. What about the tax people, you do send in financial information to the IRS, uh, CRA in Canada, uh, whatever your taxing authorities are. Do they require audited statements? No. Do they require reviewed statements? No. They just require financial information, which could be in the form of a notice to reader or not even a notice to reader, just internally prepared financial statements. So you don't need to spend the money to keep the tax people happy, which makes a lot of sense. Who else might be a user of your statements? How about your bank? You borrow money from there, uh, from them, and you need to report on some basis. You need to look at your credit facility because the bank might require an audit if the line is big enough. If the credit line is big enough, they might require. They might be okay with reviewed statements. They might be okay with notice to readers. Um, so you need to check and see what that particular user wants in your situation. And remember, that is a negotiable point. It's hard to negotiate with a bank after you've already borrowed the money, but when they're trying to get you in as a new client. Always take a look at that. Do I need to spend $100,000 a year on an audit to keep you happy? Or could I spend 10 on a review engagement and keep you happy? Or two on a notice to reader and keep you happy? That's a pretty good negotiation point that I think people miss. How about uh, partners, uh, business partners, shareholders, that sort of stuff? Uh, well, uh, go to your shareholders agreement, talk to your partner about it and try to make a decision. Good thing about having a partner uh, when you're trying to make this decision is that the money comes out of their pocket as well. So maybe an audit doesn't make any sense, right? Maybe a review engagement makes more sense or even, again, a notice to reader. What if you want to sell your business? It's not just users today, but think about your users in the future. What if you want to sell your business and, uh, you know, by definition, if you're running a contracting business, who are you going to sell to? Well, you're going to sell to somebody bigger right? Who can afford to buy you? You're going to sell to a competitor that's larger uh, or you're going to sell to a financial player like a PE fund, somebody like that. Well, if you're trying to sell your business three years in the future, uh, you probably need to start auditing today, even if you never have in the past, because it takes a couple of periods for the audits to, you know, you can't get a clean audit opinion year one. You need to wait till year two because they haven't counted your inventory uh, in year one. Um, and why do you need an audit for that particular user? Well, you need it because they, you know, you need to assume that they're larger and therefore they do have an audit and it, they can't really consolidate your unaudited statements into their audited statements. It just becomes a pain in the ass um, and it, it will diminish the value of your business in that M&A transaction when you're trying to sell. So think ahead three years, four years, start getting audits done for that future user. That was the Martinis with Scott uh, Quick Shot. 
uh, talking about the types of financial statements and how maybe you, you could be able uh, to save money on your reporting by thinking primarily of the user uh, and, and their particular needs. Thank you for listening.